Jeff Waterman from uh, Melbourne rock band Robot Child and also the upcoming musical tribute to David Bowie, Changes. So welcome to Artsman, Jeff. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Yeah, um, very good. Could you tell us a little bit about, I guess, uh, how, how you and Kendall Jane uh, Rundle came up with the idea for, for Changes? Um, well, I met Kendall at the start of the year and we were doing another project together and she acquired the rights to David Bowie's music for theatrical purposes and it was just something you really couldn't say no to, the idea of theatricalising 30-plus David Bowie songs. I told her I had a, a rock band that could probably su- supply the soundtrack for it, so um, that's where it began. Yeah, great. And as you were just saying, ro- your band Robot Child plays the music. I'm wondering yeah. if you stay really faithful to the original Bowie music or whether you had a bit of fun with it? To be totally honest, we've probably been more faithful to the original recordings than Bowie himself was. We listened to a lot of um, his live tracks and he he does them so differently depending on which era you listen to it or or which one you pick. So we went back to the recordings and just tried as hard as we could to um, be faithful to the original, which was quite difficult at times because uh, sometimes if you listen to the director's commentary or the producer's commentary, um, Bowie was just finding very random things to make sounds with and it was quite hard to replicate in number of songs. Mm. Was there like a standout moment there where there was a particular part of a song that was... If you listen to um, Heroes, you'll just hear a lot of whirring sounds and just bizarre sounds and um, you can watch it, like the, I think the producer talks about how they discovered all those and mm. there's just, there's millions. Yeah, we, we found the closest way that we could to try to replicate them. Oh, yes. right. So was it like a, <laughs> what, did, what, did they really like wacky things he was using to... Well, I think, yeah, one of them yeah. was finding some random object and hitting it with a stick and yeah, there's some that are just, yeah, I don't even know how he came up with them to be honest, but just obviously hours and hours in the studio. Oh, yeah. And uh, you're, you're, you're doing this live on stage like using some of the yeah like the same sound techniques um we had to we had to put another person in the band to add uh like saxophone and a few other things and two keyboards slash synth players so yeah and a number of percussion instruments that people double up on and yeah we've done the best we can to get as close as we can yeah fantastic and i'm wondering what your relationship or artistic relationship is like with bowie has he been a, a big influence on you to be honest, he's just always been there, like, throughout mm. my life. Like, I remember as a kid watching that movie Labyrinth. I think it was a Jim Henson production, and there's some yeah. great songs in that, and I almost wore out that VHS tape <laughs> when I was a kid. And then mm. he, just kept, he just kept popping up all throughout my life, and it was funny when we came to learn the songs, because we did a, another project, which was uh, Pink Floyd's The Wall, um, a couple of years ago, and we were the house band for that. And that was easier in a sense, because they were all, you know, a, a kind of glam rock style. But then with Bowie, it's like, every era, is just like a, we're doing, like, a techno song, and then we're doing, like a bluesy song and they're, they're all so different um, it was really difficult to try to replicate all the different eras and the different sounds when you were when you were talking with the other band members I guess uh, about Bowie so like you said um, yeah I think uh, Labyrinth was probably a common like entry point as a kid for a lot of people to Bowie but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah what were like um, did, did everyone sort of have their own different ones like what, was Labyrinth quite a quite a common one among you or <laughs> no others? that was just me oh, <laughs> dance, oh, okay. dance magic dance one of my all time favourites I don't mm. know why it's cheesy but I love it um, yeah, I don't too, know. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think everybody has their favourites, but I, I reckon probably the bass player probably had the most fun because some of the bass parts are just brilliant. Like they're just so interesting and fun, and some, especially some of the dance songs like "Modern Love" and "Let's Dance." They've just got great bass lines, so he probably had the most fun doing this project. Yeah, fabulous. I was looking into the show that you put on, and I and I read somewhere that it has no dialogue, but it's also sort of sold as a bit of like a storytelling piece of theatre. So I'm just wondering. Like, in what other ways besides dialogue are you trying to bring together this story of, of Bowie? 
Well, in a sense, um, we tried to make tell a little story in each song, so almost like a music video on stage. Um, and then I guess if you think, probably Pink Floyd's The Wall is a good comparison because it's not such a linear story, but there's a concept that ties everything together. And it's a little bit similar in this show. We tried to create a main character who's not Bowie, but he's a he's a rock star. And he he's sort of like his journey. There's a concept that ties them all together. And he starts in one place and he finishes up in a different place. Mm. So this is, um, given that, yeah, this is a theatrical tribute. So what, can you tell us about the different types of performance as, as well as um, as well as well music that we'll get to see in the show? Yeah, we just got a small cast together, which features like a couple of dancers, a couple of actors, a couple of singers. And they just create different scenes by inhabiting different characters that, you know, each of them probably play three, four or five characters that pop in and out of scenes and come back again. There's a little bit of dance, there's a few costumes, there's a great lighting mix that the whole show's got, which is very exciting for the band as well. That's about it, I guess. Sure. And um, also, you've had a to start on the 20, 27th of July, so you've had a few performances um, already. So, yeah, yeah, how would you say um, the, the run is going so far? Are you happy with it? It's been great. And, mm. th- like, for me, um, th- th- I was saying that the lighting rig's quite big and they've got some audience blinders um, as part of the lighting rig. And occasionally when they go up, it's really great to see the real Bowie fans in the audience and how they're um, experiencing it. The first night there was a lady who just had her eyes closed for so many of the songs and I could tell mm. that she was just having a moment. <laughs> mm. um, so we, we do absolute beginners towards the end of the show and it's got this soaring chorus if you know the song and a lot of people, well I've seen a few people in tears during that song because it's, that's very much a moment to pay tribute to Bowie himself and so that's been the most satisfying part of it so far I think, just seeing people who are Bowie fans, you know, having that emotional connection to the music and the man. I'm, I'm sure you'd say on stage as well that a similar connection is is being had. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. And you get to the end of it and you just feel a little bit sad. You're just like, oh, why did he have to be gone? It's not fair. Well, yeah, thanks uh, Thanks so much for joining us. Um, Jeff, uh, was, were there any last things you wanted to say about the band, the show, um, or anything Yeah, anything to do with that? Look, it's on for one more week at uh, the Gasworks mm. Art Park. And um, the, the band sounds so great. If you're even a remote Bowie fan um, or you just know half a dozen songs, you'll love the experience of just hearing the songs. And I think the visual aspect adds so much to it. Yeah, it's, it's just a great experience. So I recommend coming down to see it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I, I feel like everyone sort of has like some kind of connection at least. Like, you know, if, even if like you're a little kid who's seen, seen Shrek 2, you'd know like the song changes <laughs> because it was covered in that. So it's When he passed away, did you guys rush home and listen to a particular song or did you just go through the whole catalogue? Yeah, probably the whole catalogue for me. don't know about you, Beth. Oh, I, I just went for the bangers for like <laughs> less dance and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah and mm. it just went on for hours, didn't it? Because mm. you listen to a couple and then you just keep going and I yeah, went into a wormhole for about three hours and I oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's some great stuff on YouTube if you get down yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, thank, yeah. Thanks so much for joining us, Jeff. And uh, no best worries, of luck with you. the rest of the run.